We talk all the time about financial freedom. Today, we're talking about emotional freedom. You are listening to the Phenomenal Living Podcast, created to support you in making your boldest moves, meeting your wildest desires, living a life that inspires, and being wildly abundant along the way. Expect insights, reminders, and real-life stories from like-minded souls who are embracing a life of transformation and endless possibility. It gets to be different now. Welcome to this brand new episode of the Phenomenal Living Podcast. It feels so good to say that now. I am so happy to have your ears here. I am coming in hot, fresh off the back of a Phenomenal Living one-on-one VIP session. And in that session, just... Okay, I really am coming in. I'm a hot mess because I've just come off the back of it. It was I'm just always in awe of watching these transformations occur, always in awe of watching these transformations occur and watching these old emotions that are buried in somebody's body and they are in the body. I know that we we feel like they're in our minds because they relate to specific events, but the truth is those emotions are stored in the body. We talk all the time in the coaching world about financial freedom. It's like the big, I don't even know, I was going to say the golden nugget. I don't even know. It's like the big carrot in the donkey sky um, that we all aspire to have financial freedom. But the realization that I had on this call just now is that financial freedom is lovely, but the real freedom is emotional freedom. When we feel at peace, when we feel, and I did an Instagram post about this in different words the other day, where I spoke about the real power play is being chill, being at ease, being calm in every single situation that comes, that moves. It's just incredible. Now in this session that I just did, so I did a series of 90 minute one-on-one sessions. It's been a long time since I opened up bookings like that for new to me clients and and new to me in a one-on-one sense. So if we've worked together before in the shift sessions or some other capacity, it's you will know it's not very often that I open up the doors for one-on-one sessions. I am, my whole body is still shaking. Like I'm tingling all over with just how incredible it was to see this all play out. In the session, the first two emotions that we always dive into in one of those sessions are anger and sadness. And often what will happen is the client coming into the session will be like, "Mm, I don't really identify with anger. Or they'll say that about sadness, you know, or they'll say, yes, oh, yes, I'm really angry. Or yes, I have a lot of anger. You know, whatever it is, whether they do or they don't identify with it, shifting and releasing the old coding of those two emotions can literally move mountains in the first 20 minutes of the 90-minute session. Now, on this session I was just on, at the beginning of the session, we had, you know, just the the intro part where we're like, okay, what's going on and what led you to coming and booking the session and what was going on? And there was this long list of things that were feeling heavy 
a long list of things. They were feelings. They were ways of feeling stuck. They were ways of noticing, buffering up against old beliefs that don't even feel true anymore, but feel like they're almost holding you hostage. And when we released anger and then sadness, so many of them had softened. It was like, oh, okay, we've kind of greased the wheels now. And now the rest of the session can fly. And that is truly what happened. Off the back of that, the rest of the session just flew. And so we then went into, um, trying to remember the order, not that it particularly matters, but we went then into um, shame and guilt. And when we really tapped into shame, and I've spoken about this before, the two emotions that we fear feeling the most as human beings are shame and guilt. If you look at the resonance frequency of emotions, the emotional resonance scale, shame and guilt are the two of the lowest ones that you can feel. And so we spend a lot of time not necessarily feeling them, but doing everything we can to avoid feeling them. And so we'll spend a lot of time in fear. When we're in fear, what we're really doing is fearing, feeling an emotion. Now, I love the um, analogy, is that the right word, analogy, of fear, F-E-A-R, being false emotions appearing real. And the reason that they're false, I don't know that false is the, the right word for that. I mean, it, suit, it fits because it's an F word, but it, it, I don't know that it's the most accurate description because the fear is that those emotions are going to become real. So we're fearing the anticipation of potentially feeling that which sounds so like when we say it like that, it's like, what on earth? You know, why would we do that? Why would we just live our lives and not worry about it until it happens? Makes sense rationally and logically. But in your body, your emotions, they don't know that that's how it works. We have to guide them. We have to really support them. And so when we do sessions like this, I used to call them one-on-one shift sessions. I've now just found myself calling them phenomenal living sessions. What we're doing is we are beginning to lift the lid to create some space by letting some of those old emotions just fly off into the ether, just melt away. It, when we pull them out by the root, they do not grow back. Now, the gorgeous thing about that is that when we clear old anger, now, does this mean or any emotion, but I'm using anger as the example here. Does it mean you're never going to feel anger again? No, absolutely not. Of course. I mean, if you're driving and somebody pulls out in front of you, I'm sure your first response is going to be, oh my gosh, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, Or something not as mild as that. And that would be okay. However, the difference is that that is new anger. And when that new anger, if you imagine that you have been piling things up, you know, imagine bricks on a heap that you are adding more bricks, more bricks, more bricks to this anger pile since you were born or before. Every, one more brick on the pile can just be too much. Whereas when the pile is clear, when the pile has been cleared and you're starting again, one brick, it's just a moment. It's just a moment of feeling that feeling, having that experience in your body, and then it moves again. And because it moves again and because it feels light, invariably the bricks don't gather up in the same way that they did before. Things feel much more manageable. Now, when you are having a different emotional experience in your body, like anger is not so intense, sadness is not so intense, you have released all the old shame, you begin to view the experiences that you have had in your life with completely brand new eyes. 
So let's look at shame. Under the umbrella of shame, obviously, we have embarrassment. Now, a lot of stuff comes up time after time after time around our childhood and shame. Times where we were shamed, times where we felt shame, times where we feared shame. Now, I could reel off a whole library of times where I could relate to that from my own schooling. And yet, you know, I had a pretty chilled out time at school. You know, there's nothing terrible happened at school. I don't have terrible memories of school. And yet the shame existed there until I cleared it. Now, when you unplug that, disconnect it, clear your pile of shame bricks, you can look back on those memories of school and instead of feeling the shame in your body, you can look back at those with completely different perspectives. So I had an example. Let's give you one really clear example. I remember going to school once with a pair of shoes. I really wanted this pair of shoes. It was when um, platform shoes were like the thing. And I was begging for a pair of platform shoes. I was, I guess I was about 11 or 12. I was absolutely desperate for a pair of platform shoes. And there were like most of the girls who I was kind of inspired by or intimidated by, choose whichever, (laughs) motivated by, influenced by, let's use that word, had these certain types of ones where the heel kind of went in at the sides and then out again. Those of you who went to school in the UK around a similar time to me will know exactly what I'm talking about. They kind of tapered in and then went out again but they were a bit more expensive. And so we went shoe shopping. My mum took me shoe shopping. We got a pair of platforms. I don't remember the actual shopping experience, which is interesting in itself, but my shoes were different. Now in the moment, I loved them, but instead of being lace up and instead of having this in out heel, they were buckle. They were like a dolly shoe with a buckle and the platform heel was straight. There was no in out. Now I remember going to school And I was so excited because I loved my new shoes. But once I walked in, I was so aware that my shoes were different to everyone else. And people going, oh my gosh, look at your shoes. Nobody was mocking me. Nobody said anything mean. But in that moment, the shame that I was living, I also used to be a real blusher at school. And my cheeks were just on fire. I was mortified. It was one of those let the ground open and swallow me up moments. I did everything I could to hide my shoes all day long. Now imagine this, right? You're sitting in a chair underneath a desk where all the desks face forward. So we're not like in a group table where everybody's facing in and your feet are kind of hidden. To my mind, my shoes are exposed for the whole class to see all day long. And of course, in my mind then as well, everybody's looking at my shoes all day long. Now that's not true. And I'm sure some of the people in that class, well, all of the people in the class, here's what I'll guarantee. If I told this memory to anybody else in that class, they would not remember it. And yet the deep coding that I held in my body, not just around that moment, but what I made it mean for years afterwards, I became so ashamed of anything to do with not just my shoes, but my feet. And I still, my husband will vouch for this, I still am really uncomfortable. I know that lots of people are, but I'm really uncomfortable with feet. Really uncomfortable even my own. And it's manifested itself in the most bizarre ways, like skin conditions and um, yeah, just so many weird things. And it all stemmed back to that root memory. Now, what's interesting is that for years, I had this thing going on, uh, one of my toes, one of the, I bruised the nail, you know, when you do those things and you lose a nail and the nail would just never grow, but it would get to a point and then it would just like something else would happen and it would go again. This went on for over 10 years. 
Now, when I did have my first session where I released shame, I felt like, oh my gosh, that story came up and it was only following that that I ever got back to having a normal nail grow on that foot again, which is the most random story that I never thought I'd ever tell in public. (laughs) But it's just such a testament to the power of what happens when your body is holding on to emotions. And so all of this time, when we're in our, those of us who are growing businesses, we're so fixated on the right coach, the right sales copy, the right photo shoot, the right design on our website, the right branding, you name it, the right social media content, everything has to be just right. And yet, we might skim the surface when it comes to looking at our own emotions, our emotional set points. We might not even know that that is holding us back until we come across some piece of content like this. So here's a, here's a gift you can give right now. If you know somebody who is not yet listening to this podcast, maybe they're not in our conversation that we are having on Telegram, maybe they've never been in contact with this kind of work before, please share this podcast. Please share it. I very rarely ask for sharing. But please share this episode because I truly believe that this one conversation could absolutely, without any dramatization whatsoever, this would transform somebody's life when they know this is possible. We just did in in a 90-minute session what some people never do in their entire life. And what it makes possible is almost overwhelming. My hands start to shake again as I speak about it. What it makes possible when you clear the slate with all of those core emotions, right? Anger, sadness, shame, guilt, hurt. When you clear the slate and you start over, you start to see every experience you've had through different eyes. There would have been a time that I would have, and only a couple of years ago, where I would never have told you that story about my shoes because I carried so much shame around it. And not only did I have shame around it, I had huge guilt around it too, because I knew that my mum had gone and bought me those shoes. I didn't need new shoes. I wanted them so I could fit in. How ironic is that? I wanted platform shoes. And so my mum took me and got those shoes and I felt so guilty that I'd asked her to do that. And then I was so embarrassed I could never wear them again. I don't even remember what happened to those shoes, like how that played out or how I got around it or whether I did wear them again. I I feel like I wore them on odd occasions. And the funny thing is I'd love to wear them now. They were really nice shoes. (laughs) But when we clear those that way, I can look at that story and look at that experience. And instead of feeling that, oh gosh, that was so embarrassing, which we often do when we retell stories, instead I can look at that and go, wow, I can see what was playing out there. I can see how little girl Laura was feeling. And I feel for her and I can hold that and I can move forward in my experience now as somebody who moves through the world, as somebody who is the mother of a preteen. This is another piece where I am watching right now my daughter. She's about to be a teenager this year and I am acutely aware that her experience over this next few years is what I spend a vast amount of my business creation creating solutions to unravel. A lot of the things that she's experiencing, the meaning that she's making to things that happen, it's out of my control, right? My mum would never, ever have forecast that taking me to buy those shoes would have resulted in what it resulted in and how bizarrely that path of impact would run. 
She was doing the best she could in the moment. She was actually above and beyond, right? That's the truth. Now, I feel I can sit here and say, well, I know what I know, right? So I'm going to make sure my daughter isn't going to have any of these things. We're not in control of it. We're hum- it's how the human emotion, emotional body works. It's how our subconscious mind works. And so the awareness that, do you know what? I don't have the fear now. I don't live with fear of the things that she's being programmed with or the things, the the meanings that she's storing, because I know that we have the tools to re or to translate that meaning, to release all of that energy that's stored in her body. I know that it will not impact her into her adult life. So I had to come and share this because we really do look to solutions that are going to create a tangible outcome. Now, one of the things I've often said, I've always been not, I'm not anti-strategy. I'm not anti a business blueprint or, you know, following steps to make something happen. I'm not at all. However, there's a time and a place. And I feel that if you are somebody who is running a business and specifically if you are somebody who is working face-to-face with clients, whether that's virtually or in person, you have an absolute responsibility to yourself to anybody else who experiences you and to the business that you are building to clear the path as deeply as you can. When you know and you can hear from what I'm sharing how your emotions are dictating what is happening on repeat, it's not your fault, firstly. That's the first thing I want you to hear. And secondly, oh, okay, that it doesn't have to stay like this. It gets to be different now. That's where that saying comes from. This is why I say it so much. I truly believe a new way is possible. When we clear that, when we clear those emotional set points, we're no longer acting out of fear of feeling one of those emotions. Oh my goodness, the amount of thousands, tens of thousands, scared to probably face, might even be into the six figures of courses, coaches, all the other things that I have bought directly as a result of fear of experiencing shame or guilt because I thought that, well, I need their way of doing it. They're the like celebrity high profile entrepreneur that has the solution and they've done all the things and their testimonials all say this. I have been driven emotionally through my past experiences and those piles of bricks that I had yet to clear at those stages to take action that I thought was going to be the solution. I thought that was going, and I can, I can say what that looks like is, well, I think it's going to make this happen in my business. The truth is what we're all looking for, especially as entrepreneurs, is emotional freedom. The finance is lovely. The results are lovely. The testimonials are amazing. But truly what we want as human beings, the thing we will remember when we're in our final moments of life is how we feel. And the feeling of being at peace is absolutely priceless. So if you want to go deeper into an exploration around this, please feel free to message me privately. You can DM me on Instagram at Totally Laura. I've had a very emotion, uh, emotional, very interesting experience this week because last week I ripped down every single Instagram post I'd ever published and started again. And then the day I did that, Instagram detected unusual activity on my account and froze me from posting, commenting, or liking anybody's interaction on any of my posts 
and I couldn't interact with anybody else's stuff on Instagram for a whole week, (laughs) a whole week. And so it's been really interesting to see that, that, you know, okay, I'm stepping into this new way of being and I can step into this new way of being without any strategy whatsoever because I have emotional freedom, right? It's an ongoing project. We all get to embark on this journey anytime that feels good to us. It's the ball is in your hands. That's not the saying, is it? The ball is in your court. (laughs) The ball is in your court. The tools exist. The shift sessions exist. The shift sessions will be in session very, very soon. That is my group experience where I take you through your own facilitation. If you are feeling like I want a deep dive, I want you to work with me privately, then please reach out to me whenever you're listening to this and I can share with you what is currently available. And let's do this, right? Let's go on the journey. Let's make this year the year where we go on the journey of emotional freedom being the goal, because I promise you all the other things that you think you're chasing, they will follow as if by magic. So it really does get to be different now. This has been incredible. If you are not already part of the conversation, please come to totallylaura.com forward slash channel and join us in there. We are having a beautiful conversation. I am going live on a Monday where, and it doesn't record. So you have to be there live to catch some behind the scenes and some insights and answer any questions. So I'll see you in there and I'll see you next time. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. <laughs> if you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates, and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs>